When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hashtag no music, no intro. Let's go. 10 and 2, Ryan. 10 and 2. 10 and 2, baby. Saints play the Eagles uh, on Sunday. Late fucking afternoon game. Of course. Again. <laughs> fucking of course. Can't get our shit over with at 10 a.m. California or Pacific time, noon time. If you in the boot. 79 days. 79 days over, nigga. <laughs> 79 days, everything was at noon for me. <laughs> right here. <yeah. laughs> uh, 10 and 2, they face an Eagles team and with a win. With a win. Clemson NFC South. Come on, man. Come on. You, you, they got to handle their business, man. They do. They do. Eagles team that have an Eagles team that have looked terrible all season. And it's something it's not like terrible, like like there are teams that are like have you know don't have a great record, but if you watch them, like if we were playing the Jaguars, I'd be a little worried. You know what I'm saying? I'd be mm-hmm. like, Ooh. I mean the, the, the Jags put it to the pack was put into the Packers for like three quarters. But they only won like one game, you know what I'm saying? Or two right, games. Right. <laughs> So it's like I'd be a little worried playing them, but like the Eagles have looked bad. They don't look good. They don't look good on tape. You know what I'm saying? They they don't look well coached. They don't. You know the defense is you know the defense is very respectable. You know I definitely say that, but just overall as a team, like they don't look. They're not playing winning football. So, you know, Saints got to handle their business. You know what I'm saying? This is a game. You just, you know, you put your suit on, you button up your, you know, you button up your shirt, you put your tie on, your work shoes, and you go out and you hand your business. You know what I'm saying? Just no just bullshit. A a workman's like effort. Mm-hmm. Do what you gotta do. I mean, okay, let, I'm gonna I'm gonna run this little conspiracy. You, you and I, we have known to be a little conspiracy theorists with regards to certain things. Here and there, we're not gonna get into but to what they are on this pod, but we 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 do enjoy entertaining conspiracy theories here and there. So I I, I listened to a very brief snippet of the Pat McAfee show, which if you just think about what his platform is, what he's done post career, is absolutely insane. But that's what yeah, amazing, amazing, bro. Props props to him. But he said that or he had heard i don't know if he heard it i don't know where it came from if it was like sports radio fan forum or whatever that doug peterson's guy has is is carson Wentz. the front office guy is jalen hurts so what and i'm not i'm not saying doug peterson is trying to purposely lose the game he's not going i mean he, he's an nfl help help head coach they yeah. want to win they're competitive as fuck but but if you you have a rookie second round pick making his first start against probably a top two three defense maybe the best defense in the league right now and you're just serving him on the platter, Dennis Allen, and, and a healthy Saints defense, and you're like, "All right, all right, Jalen, go, go make some magic, Negro. Go, go, go win, Negro." 
it like is is he like I'm not I don't want to say he's purposely setting Jalen up to fail, but whoo, that is not I do I do not envy Jalen Hurts for on Sunday. And when no. Pat McAfee said it, I was like, well, God damn. No, and I've heard that other places too. So and it makes sense, you know what I'm saying? I mean, Wentz is his guy, you know what I'm saying? And I don't think I don't think you know uh, Doug Peterson was going into the draft thinking like, oh, we need a quarterback. I was th- I think he was thinking like, let's get help for the team. But uh, for whatever reason, the front office is like maybe they were seeing what you know some other people saw like, you know maybe Wentz ain't it. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. It's gonna be interesting, but. <clears throat> Yeah, it's a tough out, man. Like the Saints going if the Saints defense continue playing like it was playing, yep. like it's tough for any quarterback, really. But you know, a, a guy that hadn't started, you know, kind of a raw prospect, even though he, you know, he's played a lot of college games. He's still like a guy that's kind of, you know, just trying to get his feet under him. It's, you know, it's uh it's it's gonna be tough, you know, that offensive line, but he can move, you know, he is dangerous in that, you know, in that respect. He could throw. I mean, I will say this: him over Carson Wentz, he is throwing better than Carson Wentz yes. is right now. Like Carson Wentz is not even throwing the ball right. Like he when he just Carson Wentz, like he when he's just throwing like a little eight yard out or something like that. It's like, like all it's, it's not coming out. It's bad, bro. It's it's, it's bad. Not coming out his hand right or something. I'm like, what is wrong with this dude? He's broken. at least Jalen. At least he's broken, but at least Jalen hurts. He give you that. He can, he can throw. He can throw on a move. Real good at throwing on a move. So, I mean, the Saints defense, they're going to have to be careful and kind of, you know, just do the old the old script like you do the, you know, young running quarter, quarterbacks that like to move, just kind of mush rush and kind of keep them in the pocket. That that's It's funny you say that because I wanted to know, like, if, if this – I mean, we're not fucking defensive coordinators, but how would you play – like, would you – how would you play Jalen, like, as, as – as, or how would you play the Eagles offense? Do you do you stick to what you know, which is strictly kind of typically man-to-man defense, you know, on the outside? Yeah. Or do you, you know, potentially play more zone? Like how how would you play him if, if you were you were playing him? I mean, me, I would, you know, I would do like like they've been doing. They've been doing a lot of like a two-man, two, you know, two high with you know, two man where you got, you know, your safety, you I mean quarterback, cornerbacks playing man to man. You got your safeties, your two high safeties, and you're doing a lot of tricks and moves, you know, close to the line of scrimmage with your linebackers to try to confuse them or whatever and with your rush. And just, you know, keep try to contain the edges, you know, I, you know, be on alert for the edges. Like contain the edge, set the edge. Don't let him, you know, get outside the pocket to throw and and just kind of, you know, must rush, keep things in front of you, but you know. Blitz when necessary, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying this this shouldn't be a, a game where they blitz. They should blitz. But, you know, just be, you know, mindful of it where you're not blitzing them to one side of the field where you got another guy open, you know, and only one defender defending one guy on one side of the field, you know, and you open up a little big play like we saw last week where he, uh, you know, he got out the side of the pocket and uh, hit, I uh, forgot what, was our receiver down in the end zone, you know, with a nice throw on the run. So, yeah, I just think it's one of the games where you just kind of just kind of just want to keep him in front and make try to force him to read the field, just like Atlanta tried to do, you know, wanted to do to Taysom Hill. I, I could tell that was their that was their method. Like, let's just force him to throw, and you know, Taysom rolls to the occasion and you know made those throws. Okay, you know what I'm saying. So if Jalen starts hitting those throws, okay, then you adjust from there. But in the beginning, at least let's force him to be a pocket quarterback and not let him run around and try to get you know try to get confidence. This I know. Obviously, I think they should blitz when when needed or when they feel like they have to or whatever. But honestly, the biggest, probably the biggest mitch, mitch, ugh, mixed match in this game is the Saints' defensive line mm-hmm. going against the Eagles' battered, mismatched pieces, tattered offensive line. Lane Lane Johnson, stud stud right tackle, out for the season. They drafted uh, Andre Dillard 
last year to basically take over for Jason Peters. And then he was set to be their, their future left tackle. He got hurt in the off season, which led him to bring Jason Peters back. <laughs> and first he was playing left tackle. And then they moved him to left guard. Yeah. I, don't, I can't even name the Eagles left guard for you right now. I don't even know who's playing. The only good offensive lineman that they have currently playing right now is Jason Kelsey, who's their center. This should be a game where our, our, the, all the resources, Cam, Marcus Davenport, Trigger Trey, just the interior just should shut everything down. Like this is yeah. a game where they should rise to the occasion. And especially Davenport. I mean, coming off his concussion, he's been full all week, full goal. Uh, his body should be feeling well. I don't know about his head, but his body should be feeling real good. So, like, this is a game I want to see two first just, uh, like, you know what I'm saying, just come off that edge, man, and just, you know, blow people up, throw them around, hit the shit out of Jalen Hurts. Like, I, want, hurt I, want Jalen one, Hurts. I want one of those Alex Smith joints. Yeah, just one of them joints where you just, like, uh, 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 where you at home as a family, like you make your your own body goes like ooh. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So you know they need to bring it, man. The D line just needs to bring it and just bring it early and just kind of set that tone early. This is not Eagles, not a team. You got it, man. You just got to stuff on them early, man. Get them out there. early. Yeah, get them yeah. in their head. Oh, here it come, here it goes again. Here we go again, y'all. You know, <laughs> that's what I want to see, bro. Seriously. Here's what does worry me. Here's here's my concern defensively on the Saints is I love CD Deuce. I love him. Love him. But I don't want to see him lined up in the slot against mm-hmm. Jalen Rager. It's going to happen. Because if that <laughs> I'm telling you right now, Ryan. If, if that's the matchup that Dennis Allen's going to ro- roll out with, because I believe on the outside, the Eagles are rolling out Ashawn Jeffrey, who's looked like, who's looked absolutely fucking awful like, since he's like snow. Like, just let it go, bro. Like, like, I, like I, I said on this pod before, but when we, when we played the Falcons, that when the Falcons ran the ball with Todd Gurley, they were doing the defense a favor and <laughs> he loses seven <laughs> yards of one of the most the biggest plays of the fucking game oh it's the exact same thing right now with Alshon Jeffrey like the Eagles are bruh. rolling him out like deactivate him like what are you doing bro I was literally reading like a, a Philadelphia one of the Philadelphia Eagles beat writers reading an article today they was like why do they keep putting Alshon Jeffrey on the field like I, I, bro I have no clue like I don't know if like, it's just taking snaps He's taking snaps from like good young players. Like, get him off the field. <laughs> Makes sense. But hey, 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 Eagles, wait to do that shit next week. Don't listen. Right. Don't don't listen to me. But exactly. <laughs> so they're gonna roll out fucking old snow boots. Alshon Jeffrey have him on the outside. They're gonna have Travis Fulgham, who had a nice little you know stretch a couple of weeks where he was balling with yeah. Carson Wentz on the outside, and Jalen Rager is gonna have snaps in the slot. And I love Sweetie Deuce, but one of his flaws as a player is he does not do well with straight line speed. He just right. he, he just doesn't do it. So I just I, I don't I don't know what it is. I just I kind of get worried if Jalen gets a little time in the pocket and fucking Jalen Rager's flying down the fucking field and that's a 50, 60 yard bomb. That's my biggest worry. Um, you know, when I think about and you know the the, the Philadelphia offense. Yeah, and uh, thing about thing about Rigger is like you know he's a young, you know, young wide receiver, and he's kind of coming into his own and just kind of getting better. So you don't want to be the team that he gets better against. So yeah, man, they need to like you know mix it up a little bit. But you know, I think I think they just I think they're gonna expect CD to just step up. Like they're just gonna he's gonna line up in the slot. CD gonna be on him. And see to go to play his game, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, if he starts, you know, just starts going off and scoring touchdowns, I think they'll make an adjustment. But, you know, in, in the beginning, I think they'll just kind of try to live with it 
and just play their defense. Uh, I'm really looking at the the tight ends. Uh, is Zach Ertz? Zach Ertz, he's healthy, right? He's healthy, but he has not been playing like, like he's he's not as bad as Alshon Jeffrey, but he hasn't been playing great since he returned from injury. It, it's going to be interesting because the thing I worry about anytime you get a young you know a young quarterback in they 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 don't their favorites aren't the favorites of like we, we know Wentz Wentz loves Ertz like Wentz yes. is Ertz 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 he's going to Ertz but with um you know with Hurts Jalen Hurts we don't we really don't know yet who his guy is who's the guy he's been practicing with who he practices with after you know after uh after practice and who, who's his guy we still hadn't really figured that out yet so. It, you know, and it might be Riga since they're both young. They both mm-hmm. got drafted together. Yeah. That might be his guy. So it's going to be interesting how, you know, it's going to be important that we figure, the Saints figure out who his guy is quickly and take him away. Like, just take him away and force Jalen to go his second read, third read, you know, whether it's Goddard, whether it's, uh, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, uh, for, for him, who, who's good. You know, he's like the lead receiver. Right. So, I imagine Lattimore will be on him. I don't know. I don't know. It depends. I think Dennis Allen is just going to play sides. So we'll yeah, lives up. yeah, hundred percent yeah. play sides. There's no reason to shadow any or you know shadow anyone in coverage. Um, which brings which brings in another. You know, I hope Lattimore just not like you know my 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 favorite little fifty cent picture of him sleeping on a couch. I hope he just ain't. <laughs> They love Steve. Like, oh, I'm not worrying about these Eagle receivers. I got them. Nah, bro. I mean, bro, Ridley cooked your ass last week. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, make up for that. You know what I'm saying? Shut your receiver down. Whoever it is, you are talented enough to shut whoever you're facing down. So just do it. Just take them, whoever's lining up against you, out the game. Make that's them it. a complete non-factor. And that's all you got to do. You know, and it also looks like uh, Janoris Jenkins – Looks like he should play. He's been limited. But I don't know. They could just, you know, sit him down, which would still make sense and hope he gets healthy for the Chiefs. But uh, and P. Rob, P. Rob's been out, I believe, right? Yeah, he's been out. out. He hasn't practiced. He hasn't practiced. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't expect him back. So if Janoris and P. Rob is out, you know, then we, you know, we're back in the oh, oh boy. CJ, OPJ. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, peanut butter and jelly head ass. <laughs> got him over there. And we just gotta we just gotta figure it out, you know what I'm saying? Whether it's bracketing it with Marcus Williams or L- listen Malcolm Malcolm Jenkins has let his feelings known this week. Like oh, yeah. like this is so there's, there's a lot of revenge. there's it's the Malcolm Jenkins revenge game, it's the Boston Scott revenge game. I like Boston Scott, man. I really like him. You know, as a player, I didn't want to let go, but it was like one of those things where the team just so deep is like, what you gonna do with him? But I like Boston Scott, man, like a little poor man's pros. Yeah, man. He, I mean, he's a good kick returner. Um. Oh, speaking of return, you know, watch out for Riga as a punt returner. Mm-hmm. You know, he, I mean, he housed, housed him one last week against the Packers. You know, Sean Payton. I know he's you know gonna have special teams on alert. Watching out for that because he's dangerous, man. He is. Did it in college, like he's very dangerous returning punts. So, you know, special teams gonna have to be on their key. Uh, but uh, defensively, I'm not. I'm just not overly worried. I'm not overly worried. Maybe I should be. Maybe. I mean, maybe, I, the, state, maybe the Saints defense has gotten me comfortable. Yeah, that, the past couple of weeks. How crazy you know. is that, bro? Like, <laughs> how, how insane is that? <laughs> it just it's 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 mind blowing. It is mind blowing. So let's let's flip it to the other side. Mm. Eagles defense, Saints offense. Um, I'll try to say this as nicely as I can. There is not much talent on the Eagles defense besides their defensive line. Yeah, like you, the, their defensive line. Darius Slay is good, but wide receiver ones have been absolutely cooking him like this last two weeks, which just goes to show you how difficult it is to play cornerback in the NFL. Like it is the hardest position to play period. 
But that defense revolves around Fletcher Cox, uh, our 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 fellow fat boy Derek Barnett, my dude, <laughs> Brandon Graham, and then the Eagles spent pretty pretty good chunk of change to uh, sign uh, Hargrave over from the um, the Steelers for in free agency. That that's where they're de- like they're that's their bread and butter, like yeah. it's there, and. The story of the game offensively for the Saints is if they they got to block those boys up. And we yeah. we talked about this podcast how it's always the interior. Like if, yeah. if you look at the Saints offensively, where their weaknesses is, is where their averages would be their interior. Not so much McCoy, but some Pete at times and and Ruiz and and Easton like Easton, all of them. Like it's it's just average. Sometimes, sometimes it's good, but most times it's average. They got, they got, man. Fletcher Cox can ruin the game plan. They oh, got to be, they got to be ready for Fletcher Cox. And I'm not so, and I'm not. I mean, I, I hate to sound confident and cocky. I'm not super worried about like the edges with Derek Barnett and and th- I mean, it's a great game to have uh, Teastead back. Great game yeah. to have Toronto on for yeah, that. That's off, huge. That's huge. It's huge, but at the same time, it's crazy that it was like it wasn't even a story. Like it wasn't even like like oh, you know, the Saints going in. Like it, nobody was even worried that T Stead was out. You know what I'm saying? Hashtag put him in the hearse. <laughs> Big hearse. <laughs> Big hearse. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, we talked about it on the pre- on the recap show. James Hersey having his name called against the Falcons last week. Bro, yeah. that's, that's <laughs> but, crazy. Yes, which also goes to show, as a team, pro scouting, maybe not self scouting sometimes, wow. but but pro scouting. The Saints said, "What we know that our left tackle gets injured a lot." This is a free agent that has played decent snaps when he was with the Ravens. Like yes. he may not be a standout, but he is serviceable if, you know, he, you know, Armstead goes down to injury or whatever. And lo and behold, that, and, that's just, a, that's a vision. That's impressive. Yeah, exactly. And exactly. And plus it took the whole, Oh, well, we'll just move Pete from, you know, oh. go left okay. tackle. I hated it. I hated it every time oh, it happened. Pete, Pete is so valuable because of his oh, versatility. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. He sucks at a, as a left <laughs> tackle. He's not good at a left tackle. Like, he's not good there. He's not good at a left he's tackle. Barely he's, good. He's, he's barely good. <laughs> so he's going, no, no, no. He's a body. That's what he's a body that they put Big, there. big body. A big body, you know. <laughs> Oh Jesus! But <laughs> but that's what to me. That's that. It, it sounds so rudimentary. It's, it's super simple, fucking football logic. But if if the Saints' offensive line can block up the deep, the Eagles' defensive line, it, I I feel like it was going to be a long day for the Eagles defensively. Yep, I agree, man. I agree. It should be a long day. You know, the D line is. You know, it's it's a respectable defensive line. Um, linebackers, food like can it like listen? We are we are pretty close to football savants and knowing players on like like on all teams. I couldn't I could not name you an Eagle linebacker like Duke Riley. Oh come on, <laughs> come on! We we watched him. We know who he is. We he was like, never. <sighs> I, I can't, Ryan. I can't name. I can't name you one. I I can't like, Bruh, Like, T.J. Edwards. It's like <laughs> I feel like the the Guardians of the Galaxy when fucking Star Lord introduces himself and he was yeah. like, who? <laughs> no, I don't know. Yeah. Good food. And shout out to our our dude Kev who made a great point on uh, Twitter about this. Is he pointed out that this Eagles team was the team that gave up that 70 yard scamper to Daniel Jones. Mm. Uh, listen, I know Daniel Jones is an athlete, but he's not a Taysom Hill athlete. Like if they're, uh. if, if, if Taysom Hill and you know, Sean, you know, Sean looking at that oh. tape, 
You know how Sean loves to beat the Eagles. He loves, loves to beat the Eagles. Loves to. That was his first, you know, first coaching spot is in the NFL. He, he he knows the fan base, even though they want have fans there, and he knows the fan base very well. You know, he just loves he loves beating them. It's in him. You know what I'm saying? So he he trust me, he has some a player to circled. Like, okay, this I want to get to this. I want to attack this guy. I want to. So there's gonna be something. There's gonna be something. Whether it's a taste of run, a throw, whatever. There's gonna be something in there that he's gonna cook up, man. I can't wait because I know he. I know you got something. Speaking of that, shout out. Damn, I, I wanted to get that person's name. Whoever made that video cut up of Sean Payton going oh, to uh, Elvin Kamara, like right before halftime. It was halftime, halftime ended. He's walking and. They ran a play, the play where Tim Hill, he ran for like six or seven yards, you know, and then he ran to Kamara and he was like, you know, hey, any plays you like, you want to look, you know, want to want to do the next half? And Kamara's like, hey, you know, that play we just did with Taysom, you know, I, I think I could do something with that. You know what I'm saying? I could do something with that as a running back. And he went back to the play and, uh, and Kamara scored a touchdown with it. That video there, man, that's just, that was just some dope shit right there, bro. Like that's that's football porn right there, man. It, it is, bro. It doesn't doesn't get, like when I watched it, I was like, it doesn't get better than that. It, and it, it just makes you like it. Just, it just makes you smile. I was just sitting looking at the phone, smiling like, you know, we got a we got a good fucking coach. We got a good running back. Got good players. You know what I'm saying? A player, a smart player like Elvin Kamara that's thinking about what plays he's looking at formations and how defenses attack certain things. Bro, like, oh, I can do something with that. How far have we come? It, it, a week before the season started, Alvin Kamara, he wasn't as rich. Oh, Jesus. Man, he wasn't tweeting. He was. Bro, he I, was, is he going to get traded? I, I, I remember when Josina, Josina dropped out on the timeline. Like, look, boom. Oh, man. We, you know, he has in-house lockout, you know what I'm saying? Like, in-house hold out or whatever. Oh, man. He had emergency podcast for that shit. <laughs> we, we was an emergency podcast out. This team was running us ragged. Now they sit 10-2, and two, can clinch the NFC South with one more win. Um, I think this could be Taysom's <laughs> – okay. Eric might love this. I think this could be Taysom's coming out party um, Come. passing-wise. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's, it's something because, you know, this might be his last game. Mm-hmm. You know, we saw a little video earlier today of uh, Drew Brees. Drop up in the turf. Man, he, he, he running on all fours like a like an eight. <laughs> doing his like, I'm like, man, this dude, nuts. Like, literally. With a, nuts, so, bro. Chest in shambles, just so he gonna be back next week. Uh, yeah, like I don't know. I know we don't know. We don't know, but I'm telling you, he's gonna be back. He's, he's gonna he be back. he is not missing a chance to play in a game of that magnitude against the only time that he will face against that opposing quarterback. You think he gonna miss that game? Shit, not Y'all must not know Drew. <laughs> Drew's playing next week. Believe it. <laughs> He might have much. the he might have that the, the Kevlar like oh, oh yeah <laughs> he gonna look thick he gonna look thick <laughs> as fuck. he gonna look bad built man like you all built on, on top with some skinny legs <laughs> he gonna have the, the, the best car armor under that bitch bro <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah yeah he gonna be bad built man but, but he playing next week he is but I think listen I think this Eagles defense. Taysom got, Taysom got robbed of that beautiful fucking touchdown pass to Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah. Oh, I, man. I'm not saying Sean's – I mean, because this is this is still – like, we don't know. The game's in Philly. The weather conditions may dictate. Maybe they don't throw it all over the place. You know, maybe it's a, a more AK game, um, Latavius game. But if the weather conditions are semi-decent, man, Sean, Sean throwing that thing, bro. Like, mm-hmm. I, I – I, 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 I know him enough as a coach that when he watches that, when he watches their film of the Eagles defense, he looks at it and he's like, these, these niggas? 
Oh yeah. Oh. No. Oh yeah. I'm about to cook them up. I'm about to cook them up. Yes. And that's and then the, they're not showing no. And they're not showing no life either. Like man. Nah. I, I I don't want I don't want it to be a game where they come out and it's three straight passes. I really don't. I don't. But I I know Sean well enough to know how this off how this game script is gonna go. The only thing I can see deter like deterring that game that game script is if the weather conditions where it kind of forces him like in the Chicago game, yeah, it forces yeah. him to be more kind of ground heavy. Um, do you do you envision? Philly shadowing Mike Thomas with Darius Slay. I do, I do. I don't know about shadow, but I think he, they'll be he'll be on him quite a bit. You know, just like you know he was on uh, he was on DK, uh, DK and then he was on yeah. uh, Devonte Adams. Like he's shadowed yeah. the number one wide receiver on the opposing. I mean, uh, that's why that's why they got him. That's why they paid him right. money, traded for him. That's what they got him for, and you know he's. Not exactly performed up to expectations, but you know, look, I, I, I don't, I, I personally believe he's going to play a better game this week. I just think yes. he's going to be up for it. He's going to be up for Mike Thomas. Mike Thomas, you know, popped up on the injury report uh, with with something. Was it? I believe it was the ankle. It's the ankle, yeah. So you know, we got to see what's up with that, but. He was looking good in the Falcons game. You know, if you know if he's back to his normal self, you know, I'm not too worried. Uh, he should be able to, you know, give, you know, because Taysom likes him, obviously. He likes going to him. Loves, loves going would, to him. Would like to see some of the other receivers. You know, he was going to uh, Taysom Hill quite a bit. Not Taysom Hill, what I'm talking about. He was going to uh, Traquan Smith quite a bit last week. Traquan just wasn't catching it. So uh, I don't know if that'll continue to be the case. Uh Try to get you know Jared Cook involved a little more. I know he caught a touchdown. It's like I don't. I need. I mean, Jared Cook needs to get Jared Cook involved a little bruh. more. You know what I'm saying? Like, bruh. get into it, bro. Like you know, we and, down the stretch. When you have when, listen, when you have a game against uh, opposing defense where you cannot name their linebackers, that, yeah. that's that's a t- that should be a tight end game. That should that's a tight end like, game, man. It's a tight end game and a Alvin Kamara game. So. You know, a lot of talk this week and, you know, even around the league has been like, you know, what's up with Kamara? You know, I know fantasy owners are tripping out. He's not getting the, you know, the, the you know, the PPRs and all that stuff that, you know, they expect from Kamara. I mean, I mean, you could just look at the stats. I mean, his, his catching totals, it's plummeted Plummet. with uh, Taysom Hill. It's just like, you know, it's watch, like watching the stock market just crash. It's like, just stock, like that. The stock is at an all-time high. Sorry. <laughs> So, uh, I, but, you know, and that's fine because, look, Taysom Hill, he's a different quarterback. You know, he's not looking where Drew Brees, are, you know, he'll look nope. at Drew Brees are quickly progress uh, progress through the progression and process and they say, nope, going to AK. That's how Drew Brees works. Taysom, he's going to, you know, tap that ball a little more for, you know, another mm-hmm. millisecond or two, like, oh, and he's going to try to push it downfield. You know what I'm saying? Yep. That's what it is. So, but I still would like for Sean to, and Taysom to kind of uh, cook up, you know, just a couple pass plays, attack them linebackers, man. Like, use AK attack them, man, because that's a touchdown. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's a touchdown machine. Do we so know? You can just get him. Do we know how good Taysom is in the intermediate game? We really don't. Because I, I, and I and I say that because don't like he can throw about he can throw the ball down the field. We we right. seen we seen how he's thrown. Especially with like Michael Thomas on deeper routes, that typically, you know, when Drew's playing, like we don't we don't see a lot. Um, but like I don't know, is Taysom like a? And it sounds dumb to say, but like, it, but I it's think not. It's, it's not dumb at all, man. Like because I, it, it's a, an assumption that it's a, it's an art, it's bro. Like, like yeah, it's a assumption that like short passes are easy. Or like go to short passes, but it's like when you throw a short, you have to. Uh, adjust the way you throw. Yes. You throw on different arcs. Throw on different like. Gotta throw from the side. Gotta throw between offensive linemen's heads. You got to. You got to. Sometimes you don't even see where Elvin Kamara is, but you just got to know where he is and put the ball. So it's you know there's definitely an art to throwing in a very short to intermediate area, and I don't know if Taysom has 
you know, progressed to that point yet because right now he's still more of a kind of see it, throw it, mm-hmm. or kind of at least, okay, I could see where this guy's going to be, so I'm going to put it right here. Where Drew, you know, him being a short quarterback, him just, you know, being a, you know, a student of the game has just kind of learned he knows where he needs to put the ball, whether he sees it or not. He knows he needs to put the ball in a certain area, and he knows his player is going to be there because, you know, just a year's of preparation and stuff like that. I, I think it's, I think it, I think it was a good, I think it's a good question. We haven't, we haven't seen it and everything you said is hundred percent true. And then like the, something that Drew is great at, not with just throwing short passes to AK, but he's good at in, in general is Drew is great at throwing. Like if, if AK is running a, a choice route, a, a Texas route or what have you, he knows how to lead AK where he's yeah. going to catch it where he right. doesn't even have to stop. He catches it as he's running and AK's right. gone. I don't, I, I'm not saying that Taysom can't do that. We just haven't seen it. So I, we, I right. don't know. We I don't see that. And that's, you know, we talking about, you know, a goat, you know what I'm saying? Like Drew Brees, that's his, that's his, that's part of his goatness. You know what I'm saying? Like he puts the ball at the best position, you know, consistently, you know what I'm saying? Where, you know, that's anticipation, you know, that's, where do my where does my player need the ball to move the ball? You know what I'm saying? Whereas Taysom, he's looking at the player running and he's like, okay, I assume that he's going to be about this point right here when my ball gets there. And that's where he's throwing. And he's throwing to the guy pretty much. Where Drew Brees is like, I'm gonna put it out in front at this exact area. And you know, I mean, look, you're talking about the goat man. Like as far as like accuracy, like Drew Brees is the goat. So I don't know if Taysom will ever be that. You know, but I would like to see a little more because there were plenty of, you know, plenty of catches, you know, just in the past couple of games where it's like, damn, why if you would have put that ball right in front of him, man, mm-hmm. they could have got like a lot more yardage on that play. So, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. But and I wouldn't expect a huge change yet uh, from that. But, it, you know, yeah, like you said, man, like this could be a like this is important for Taysom because this might be his last little hurrah just as a starting quarterback. He's going to play, obviously, a plenty. He's gonna play a lot of snaps going forward, regardless. But just as a starting cornerback, this is gonna be his like his last rider. Like, put that, put that little egg and Sean and all them heads. Mm-hmm. Like, man, look, man, make me the starter next year, bro. Like, I'm the man. I'm your man right here. You don't need to look for nobody else. I'm it. You know, me personally. But I would I would like to see him in on a very high note to where at least he's in a discussion where we're not going into the next offseason if Drew Brees retires, which we expect. But we're not going into the next offseason like just completely with nothing. Just like just just, just darkness. <laughs> just like darkness and just trying to just sign anybody. Like, oh anybody, anybody can play for us. You know, like the patch, the pitches was, uh, you know, this last offseason, they didn't yeah. have anybody. So I don't want to be in that position. I want to be able to like, okay, we got Taysom. Maybe we draft a guy. Maybe we bring back James. Maybe you sign another guy. You have all these options. That'll, that'll be the best scenario you could have going into the next offseason. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, this is this is a game that Taysom can, like like you said, leave a lasting memory for, you know, Rashawn in the front office and, and everyone. Uh, and I, this is a, it's a great opportunity and a great defense to do it against. Um, Pete, Easton, and Reese, they, they got to be ready, bro. <laughs> they got to be ready. You know, and I, you know I, even if Drew was healthy, I wouldn't want him to play in this game because I think Taysom is much better suited. Even though uh, me, and, me and Nick was texting about this, it was like, Taysom is not exactly like, he's not like a Russell Wilson where he's just like, you know, just like, you know, just juking guys in the backfield no. and like buying time. He's That's not him. No. He's kind of like, if he runs, he's going to run. If he's not, but he'll take a sack now. Like dudes, you could get to him. Yes. If he, if he, if he sets his mind to, I'm going to throw the ball, he's going to sit back there and you can get to him. That's the only, that's the thing about him. People assume like, oh, he's going to scramble around. And, no. He's, that's not him. That's not him. And I thought that would be him, but that's not him. And I don't know if it's not him because he's more conscientious of he's just trying to be more of a quarterback and not just kind of an athlete playing quarterback. 
Right. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it, we, we, we don't know. Don't we know. don't, we don't know what, which one it is. We don't know which one it is. Um, I think, I think you said you hit on something earlier that I think is, is a very salient point in regards to getting, getting more wide receivers involved. Um, the, the, the Eagles secondary is below, like I would say below average would be the, the nice way to put it. Oh, yeah. Uh, and you know, Traquan, <laughs> like you, you texted me a couple of days ago, like Emmanuel Sanders just out there just get, getting free exercise, like get, getting paid to exercise, bro. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, he just out there running, you know? <laughs> just getting his conditioning in. For, bro, I know he can't wait for Drew to come back. Don't get me wrong. Like, I know he, you know, I know he's a team guy. He's just like, yeah, you know, we winning. But I know he like, damn, man, like, give me something. Shit. Well, his last... His last, I mean, he had a, a huge, a huge catch in the Falcons game on a, on a third down. Um, he did, he did. But like, besides that, was was it the the Bucks game where he made? Yeah, I think it might have been the Bucks game where he made that that move. He went outside, or he went inside yeah. and went outside, broke it out for a touchdown. Yeah. Haven't, haven't heard from Emmanuel Sanders. Oh, take yeah. that back. He had he had those he had the fifty yard one against the first the first Falcons game. That he Push fumbled, but he got, but he got. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The fumble, the the punt, the the arm <laughs> punt. The arm punt, yeah. Yes. <laughs> the arm punt, yeah. So, but I know he was just itching to like, you know, just start cooking because he started cooking with Drew, man. Like he was, we yeah, started man. seeing like, okay, like here, here we go. This is a man with Sanders. It was, it was, was all. Yeah. The, it was a Lions you know, game, and he was, it was on fire ever since. Yeah, and it was like, okay, now we got, you know, we got my time is bad. We got Emmanuel saying, you know what I'm saying. And then it's just crazy. Remember, we tweeted about it uh, earlier this week. Like, what this team has went through oh is so underreported, man. It's like, <laughs> like they literally lost all their wide receivers at one point. Didn't have all of them. Had nobody. The Bears game, they had Marquez Callaway and Dewan Johnson. Man, that and Traquan. That, that, <laughs> that was it, bro. And at one point, at one point, Callaway got hurt too. He was out. Emmanuel Sanders was on COVID nineteen. He's like, can you, can you, like, just think about this? And I could be wrong. I haven't looked it up. I don't think Mike Thomas, and he's on my fantasy football team. I don't think he's caught a touch a, a touchdown this entire season. Maybe he has. I don't think he has. I don't think he has. Like, how nuts is that? I think that? he has, man. That's nuts, bro. <laughs> Mike Thomas has not caught a touchdown pass this season, and the Saints are ten and two. What? Imagine if you, if imagine if I told you on say September first, that Mike Thomas wouldn't have a touchdown by week fourteen, and he's missed a shitload of games, and Drew Brees is on IR. Like, what would you think? <laughs> oh, I'd be like, oh, so I. Do I start looking at Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence tape now, or like, like what are we doing? Nope, nope. These motherfuckers is ten and two, bro. So I, I saw. I think the shout out to the homie Chris. I saw he posted on Twitter today. Like, you know, the, the last four seasons the Saints have had, you know, have been have been, you know, they they've given us regular season memories that have that will always last. But he says like, it just it feels like there's something different about this team. Yeah, man. Cause last year, I don't know, maybe it's uh, I don't know, maybe if, maybe I'm looking back at it wrong, but last year, I don't know if I ever felt it. Yeah. Like, you know it, what I'm saying? I was just kind of like, nah, I, 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 yeah. Like I, I was, when they started, when, when the defense, got super stout when Drew was out. I was yeah. like, okay. And then as soon as Drew got back, got and, back, it was like, <laughs> uh, for me to, for me to clock on out, nigga. <laughs> my shit was over. And after that San Francisco game, it was all beat up. And it was Oh, like, God. Yeah, man. It was just like, okay, I hope, you know, I hope we make it through. It was, I didn't feel it, you know, and we still got a ways to go. We'll see how to, you know, this season plays there, out. There's only like listen. There's only been certain seasons where I, I have felt it, right? Oh nine, felt it. Eleven, felt it. Eighteen, felt it. I don't know if I'm being jaded just because of the last four years. Yeah. 
but like I I I don't know. Like I I, I we we all I know. I think that Chiefs game that Chiefs game is. <laughs> we'll we'll see. We'll I see. need it, bro. I I need I need them to handle business against the Eagles. I need the Chiefs. I don't even know who the Chiefs play this Sunday. I need them to handle business. They like, the Dolphins. Okay, as a fan, next Sunday, I need to know. Yeah. I just I just I just need to know where we stand. I need to know. It, it, it'll be such a measure. Let me ask you this. I, we we gonna go over the Chiefs next week, but I just want to ask you this: If they is there a way where they lose to the Chiefs, but you don't come away feeling demoralized? Yes. Mm. Yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah, for sure. Like, let's say let's go back in time to the eighteen season. And you know the that that Steelers game, right? Yeah. So Drew Drew leaves them back. Mike Thomas catches a touchdown, puts them up, and then big rape gets the ball, and Antonio Brown is cooking like Marshawn, like with like a minute or whatever it was left in the game, whatever. Like if the Steelers went down and scored a touchdown that drive and won the game, I still would have came away like. Like we got a squad. I, I like yeah. I would have questioned like our defense, but like yeah. in the whole, I've been like, you know what? We we can fucking beat any any fucking team in the NFL. Exactly. Exactly. So if they like, listen, I don't. I'm not saying this is gonna happen, bro. I'm not. I'm not saying this. I'm not saying this. And I know we're we're not looking forward. We're not. We're not trying to look past the Eagles. But if the Saints play the Chiefs with Tony Romo and Jim Nets calling the game. And they do something similar to the Chiefs that they did to the the Bucks in Game Two, nigga. No, like don't even say that shit, though. Like, just <laughs> <laughs> did something like that, bro. Like all that shit I've been talking about. Like, oh, you know, I'm just I have torn my fandom down and this and that. All that shit going out the window. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> No, don't do it. Don't be begging this bitch with a black and gold hat on. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm gonna be fucking hype. Hell no, nah. I don't even want to. Do, I don't even want to be Chiefs like that. <laughs> Just, but we gotta win. I, I, <laughs> but I'm just saying, if they, if to quote, remember the Titans, if they leave no doubt, I, I don't know, bro. I don't know, bro. And I know so. And I know. Listen, listen. There is not a more competitive person in the world. Well, you know, Michael Jordan, Drew Brees. They're the same fucking person, right? Competitive, competitive wise. Drew, Drew knows. Drew knows who the pick was going to be in that draft, right? Yeah. You. Oh, he knows. You. He got to feel some type of way about that. You. You can't tell me he doesn't. It's like, oh, you, you was gonna draft, you was gonna draft him? Okay, I got you. All right, I'll show you. It's like the, you know, the when when Cam was actually good and he was in Carolina, he just got the, you know, the gift for him doing like the head nod. Yeah. And yeah. Like, I, I'm just saying, Drew, Drew, Drew's gonna play, try to play his best against fucking Kansas City. I'm telling you that right now. Man, oh, but we'll, table we'll, that, we'll, table that, yeah. <laughs> and and I already got. I just ordered the tripod today for the web for the the webcam setup. We doing a we doing a video show for that fucking show. Like, oh shit! It, we 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 bringing it out for that bitch. We make we making a flick. <laughs> just don't upload it. I got a reputation to keep. Anyway, um, but that yeah, man, they, they just get to eleven and two, win the division. Um, choke the life out of the Eagles early. Um, shit, man, I want I want it so bad that fucking they put Carson Wentz back in the game. <laughs> yeah, for real. I want to see Wentz back in like damn. I just wanted that. I want I want the Eagles just to be on the sideline looking depressed. You know, I don't even know who's calling the game, but I want them to be talking about. Pretty sure it's uh, our. I, I, I'm not 100 percent sure. I was, I was trying to look it up. Might be might be Joy Buckets, bro. Might be Joy oh, Buckets. Shit. Buckets and Aikman. I love when Aikman just in there because he just he was shit on the team easily. I I don't know what you know. I don't know what Peters what they're gonna do with Peterson and you know he's gonna be going in. So oh, so it's 
It's uh, it's Kevin Beck, uh, Burkhardt and, and Moose. Well, I love Moose too. Okay. Moose, yeah, I like Moose. Moose. Moose breaks down the game amazingly. I love the way he breaks down the game. Yeah. So it's, it's they don't have game. they don't have my, my dude no more though, man. Remember he's that big uh Saragusa? <laughs> Bro. <laughs> He'll be. They don't even let him up there. They just have him on the sideline or yeah. like down the end zone. <laughs> man, Tony Saragusa haven't been around. <laughs> yeah, big Saragusa back they, there. Just like they had, they had him being Pam Oliver on the fucking sideline. <laughs> <laughs> you let his big ass up there, like nah, bro. You stay down there. How how you feel about? I know how I feel. Like, how do you feel about the the Monday Night Football crew? I don't like it. I don't know. I just don't like it, man. Like, I, it's something about it. And I can't figure out, I can't really figure out what I don't like about it. It's just like, it's kind of dry. Um, I can't, I, I can't know, stand, I, I, thought, I, can't, I, I can't stand Steve Levy. Like, he. I can't stand him, bro. <laughs> I can't. Uh, it's just like, I don't, when I hear it, I don't feel like I'm learning nothing. I just, like, you got all these dudes that are supposed to be like, all these knowledgeable dudes, you know. Louis Riddick, who, you know, I thought I would like, but I was just like, eh. You know, he, he's always praising everybody, and I don't know, man. Like, I don't know. Like, they, I, they, why can't they just get that right, bro? Like, ESPN, Monday Night Football, like, that's kind of a legendary spot. I don't know why. Like, people used to hit shit on, uh, shit on Gruden, but I'm like, man, Gruden was the shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, <laughs> in, in fucking hindsight, for sure. Like, I mean... Man, you know, he have his little hot takes here and there, and you know, he always praised players too. But I don't know, at least he had kind of an opinion. But these dudes is like milk toast, bro. It's so milk toast, exactly. Exactly. It's just very milk toast. Very milk toast. So, you know, I don't know, man. Like, I, I don't know who to bring up there. I don't like they, they keep trying every year, just like switching dudes out. <clears throat> but uh nah. Ugh. They could do better. It ain't working, bro. It ain't working. They can do better. Get Vilma up there. I don't know. Like, but Vilma, they they, they need to they got they, all, they usually have a personality, like a big personality. Like, get, just get somebody interested. That's a even if it's somebody that kind of pisses you off. At least get like a personality up there. I mean, they you know, they, they tried that with Book, with Booker, bro. <laughs> well, Booker ain't pissed me off. Booker was just like, what the fuck are you talking about, bro? It was like. Honestly, they could have left Booger in there, man. Like at least Booger was entertaining. Right. So we talk, I, I'm saying like, we're bro. talking about what Booger was. We at least we was talking about what Booger was saying. Like, can you believe Booger said this shit? But we can't even say that with this crew. It's like it's just like man, whatever, you know. I'm not. I'm not feeling him, bro. I'm not feeling him at all. Booger, Booger be like, when you run 15 yards, you know you gain 15 yards. Like, <laughs> this nigga right here. <laughs> Um, can we can we talk about and, I, and I'm not I'm not going wood I'm not trying to jinx it. There are only two people, two players on the injury report today that were DMPs. P. Rob and then uh, David Anyamana had an illness. I hope it's not the Rona, but had some type of illness. Just the you know we're the the season's winding down. And the Saints, again, not, not trying to jinx this knocking, shit. I'm knocking, on the, knocking on my wood floors and everything, baby. <laughs> they are one of the most healthiest teams right now. Huge, bro. And they took, you know, they took a lot of hits early. Yeah. You know, there's that whole, you know, that old cliche of just peaking at the right time. Maybe they're peaking at the right time because I tweeted this earlier. You know, kind of jumping off an uh, uh, Underhill post, like, what's crazy is the Saints' offense hasn't peaked yet. We just hadn't seen it. We started seeing it get there after that, you know, that Tampa Bucks game. That that's, like, okay, that was that was that was it. That was it. That was it. That was like okay, they they you know they they're reaching it, and then boom, Drew Brees gets hurt, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Now now it's time to progress with Taysom Hill. Maybe Taysom Hill offense progresses and peaks with the Eagles. And then we going back to Drew Brees. Mm. So, you know, and still, even through all that, they're averaging, you know, 28.5 points per game, which is like fifth in the NFL. You know what I'm that's saying? That's crazy, so, bro. That's, that's crazy. crazy. And, and, and nobody has really blew the doors off outside of AK. Outside of AK, nobody has been like just 
act, you know, just like completely dominating or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So right. imagine if Mike Thomas just really gets back to dominating. Imagine if Jared Cook gets back to dominating. Imagine if uh or Adam Troutman instead Uh-oh. of one catch. Instead of one catch, start catching four, five catches. You know what I'm saying? Four, five catches a game. Big fish. Imagine Taysom Hill when he's coming in to spell Drew Brees for a couple of plays, start making some big, you know, now that he's actually playing quarterback, defenses don't know what to expect when he comes up. Nigga, they have no idea when he comes in the game what he's doing. Oh, he he's got the whole playbook. Like he has literally the whole playbook. How how wild is that? How wild is that? That's huge, man. That's huge. And they can get to the point to where, like, they can use Taysom for, like, a whole series if they want, you know, depending on what the defense doing. Say it's just one of them games where the offensive line struggling and they're just beating Drew Brees up, you know, put Taysom out there for a whole series. He could run the offense, literally run the offense. Greg, uh, Greg Cosell made a great point on um, the Ross Tucker podcast. He was like the – the Jerry Cook touchdown in the Falcons game was like the exact same touchdown that Drew Brees threw in the Chicago Bears game. It's the exact same play. Oh, that's crazy. It is. That's crazy. Yeah. And so so now, you know, Greg Cosell's making a point that they are really they're starting to introduce more of the Drew Brees of the normal offense into the Taysom Hill whole shebang. So like, man, that's huge, bro. That's that's impressive. That's impressive. Um you 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 texted to this to me like a week or so ago, and I, I want to hit on it again. I, I don't think a, we haven't hit on it super hard on, on the pod, and we, we're going to wrap things up. We know we're going a little long, but the way that the Saints have handled COVID mm. as a team in a pandemic, they've had two players get COVID, Teron Armstead, and Emmanuel Sanders, and it sounds like Sean Payton, like it sounds like potentially the Emmanuel Sanders one could have been prevented if you listen yeah. to Sean Payton. A lot of that comes, a lot of that stems from Sean Payton got Corona super early when yeah. it was still kind of unknown. And, I, you know, the, the head, the smart head coach thing to do would be, well, shit, since I know, like, is to prevent it. Like you, you, right. If you already had it, I know what to do to prevent getting my team and my loved ones sick, right? Right. So the how they've been so diligent and not having outbreaks on their teams, not like the Ravens, not like the Titans, you know, not like teams, you know, I think the 49ers had a small outbreak. Like in a in a in a season like this, like that gives you such a huge advantage. I, and I'm not trying to I'm trying not to demean like the you know the importance of someone catching COVID or whatever yeah um but that's such a huge competitive advantage man and exactly and you know we talked about early in the season how that be it that will be a competitive advantage you know for the smart coaches that can handle a crisis you know how 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 that will be an advantage for every team because the COVID-19 thing is just like injury and it's not like you have to be sick if you test positive you know, you out the game, you know, you either you're gonna be out for a little bit of practice, or you could be out of the game, be like Des Bryant, but just a shadow of COVID-19. I, and it's funny, I hadn't heard nothing about him since. Like they just take him out the game right there. And he like he hugging players and everything, man. It's like, what the hell? You know, so <laughs> NFL's wild, bro. That's that's a whole different story right there, bro. But you know, Sean Payton, he's been on it. You know what I'm saying? Like they talk about, you know, contact tracing and all that. They have the little things where the players wear. Sean Payton been telling us that shit don't even work. So, like, you know, when uh, I can't I can't remember, I think it was Tyler, uh, uh, Michael Burton who, uh, you know, tested positive yeah. before the Lions game. Yeah. Yeah. He got it, and they did the contact trace, and it was, like, two players that popped up that he'd been in contact with. Sean Payton was like, well, we know it was more than two players because he's, like, sitting next to four players. So he, he he tested the four players that was next to him, the four players in front of him, the four players behind him, and just to make doubly sure, like, that shit ain't spread. And come to find out it was, you know, just a false positive anyway. So, you know what I'm saying? It's just going that, going behind, which was what, what really has pissed me off with the whole, I don't know how it turned out, but I know they, the Saints are fighting it, but the league finding oh, them for, like, Lord. not wearing masks at the dance party, the dance locker room or whatever. 
you know, even even Demar Davis spoke on it, like on his, on a Huddle and Flow podcast with Steve Weiss. He was like, you know, it's just it's just like crazy because like none of us trying to infect anybody. You know what I'm saying? We all try diligently. And also on top of that, I think just for everybody is like, I know it's easy for us to just like kind of point fingers and be like, oh, you should, you need to be doing what you need to do. But also at the same time, this is an airborne virus, man. Like you could literally be doing everything you're supposed to do, wearing a mask, washing your hands, all that stuff, and still, still get. get it. Still, get, still it. get it, man. It's just, it's just like it sucks, but it's like just a part of being a human that this is an airborne virus out there that you know you're talking about things that are, you know, m- you know, a microcosm of. I mean, just you know, not even measurable that we could breathe in and affect us, man. So like it's just going to happen, but. The fact that the Saints have been so diligent, you know, just uh, beginning of the season, uh, having like a little mini bubble and, you know, just making sure players stay on point, you know, guys just staying in the locker room, staying at the standing facility, not getting involved, not going out. You don't never see pictures of players out and about and nothing like that. They've been head focused, just trying to get through the season, man. And that's why, you know, that's why they've been, you know, Mostly together. We hadn't had, knock on wood, nothing like the Ravens or anything like that. Yeah, you, you said it perfectly. It's just it's just, huge, just a huge testament <clears throat> to Sean Payton, the coaching staff. And also, um, um, you know, the, the Gail Benson. Gail Benson, put, yeah, absolutely. Put, putting up, you know, putting the money down, you know. Put that money up, baby. Like, she like, and I think I wouldn't be surprised come the playoffs time, you know, they're going to be in a hotel again. Let's locked up. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. Sean Payton is not going to – he will not let COVID-19 interrupt nope. the playoff run. Nope. It would not, <laughs> not happen, bro. It, it absolutely would not. And and I tweeted this during the offseason before the season started. If the Saints make it to the Super Bowl and the opposing team in the AFC have, have important players, you know, on, on the COVID list and they can't play for whatever reason, if the Saints win the Super Bowl – and I, all that shit we gonna hear after the Super Bowl. Oh well, oh, our our best play. I don't give a fuck. Fuck. Don't give two shits. I don't care. I already see some of the talk about this year. Like, well, this year is gonna have an asterisk because nope. Of no, no, nope. Yeah. Says, says who? <laughs> that Lombardi trophy still shine, baby. I don't give a shit. <laughs> don't give a fuck, bro. Oh, but anyway, we got we got to wait for that for that to can happen. So we're gonna get out of here. Um, there's there's been so much news t- today. If you're like a nerd and a fan, oh my god, I gotta so, go back and just review everything. Right, Star Wars, Marvel. Did like if you're a parent and you have a kid, like Disney, just this. It's just so much. Disney, Disney emptied the clips in, bro. <laughs> <laughs> With with fucking uh, Arnold and fucking Terminator, the police station and them bitches, bro. Just let the clip fly. You saw that? They saw that Warner Brothers shit. They said, "Oh, okay, we got some for y'all." Ass. Oh shit, man! Whew, I'm still trying to comp. It, that said, Ryan put it out in the ether that we need to do like a Star Wars pod to just recap everything. Listen, we we want to do that, but if we go to if we're gonna do it. I feel like we got to get somebody on. I don't know who that person is yet. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. But, I, you know, Ryan and I have been super, super lucky in, I don't know, <laughs> hitting people up and they're like, oh, yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> so we'll we'll figure out something. And I know, shout out to the homie uh, Delvin Bro. Uh, he hitting us up on the, on the Twitter account saying, you know, he wants to, you know, he'll, he's willing to come back on the show. That's, you know, that's something that we would love to do, get him on the show, talk about the resurgence of the defense, why the defense is playing so well. And then also he has a, he has a, a new book out. Um, so we'll get him on the show and talk about that. Um, so shout out, to, shout out to Delvin for, you know, giving us love on the, on the Twitter account. Um, and obviously you can follow us on Twitter. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Saints Twitter Pod, Patreon, our, our Patreon, our people, the masks are coming. Soon as they, soon as they, they get shipped. Soon as they get to Ryan, which hopefully sounds like it's going to be hopefully next week. You know, start getting them out. Hopefully you you can get them. I mean, probably be able to get them before Christmas, especially if, if you're in the golf area. Um, 
and just we appreciate it. We appreciate all 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 the support. Absolutely, man. And uh RIP Tony Lister, aka Debo. Uh he just he passed earlier today. So uh, you know, just rest in peace, man. It's one of our one of our great actors, you know, has been on a lot of movies we've seen over the years. So I just wanted to put that out there. 2020 just been like damn. Shit, damn. It's nonstop. That shit here, bro. Anyway. Anyway. um, So hopefully when we do the recap show Sunday night, we'll be talking about the Saints clinching the NFC South. We'll, you know, recap the Eagles game, look a little ahead to the Chiefs game. And we just keep keep along this ride, man. Like we keep saying, enjoy this. Like enjoy, en- this shit, enjoy man. it, man. Like y'all don't even like, if, especially if you're a long time Saints fan, like you know. But if you're a newer Saints fan, please, please enjoy this, man. I, you know, I mean, it's unfortunate that all this is happening during the pandemic. Because man, I know the city will be lit. You know, so it's kind of hard to really enjoy like you really want because you're not really around people and the vibes and all that shit. But, man, find a way, man. Like, find a way to just enjoy it, man, because this, you know, it's the good times, man. Like, yes. next year, next year, you don't know, bro. Like, it's hard to – the young players we drafted in 2017 and to keep all that going, it's hard to do. We saw it like with the Seattle, you know, the Seattle Seahawks when they had the great, you know, Legion of Boom and all that stuff. Dude started getting paid, and you know, dude started declining and stuff like that. And that window closes, bro. Closes, man. It it, it closes hard, bro, and fast, fast too. You know, so you know, hopefully, I mean, we'll get to that when it happens. But you know, hopefully, we'll be able to keep it going. But I mean, you just gotta, with you know, football shit. You just gotta take it where you can get it, man. For sure, for sure. All right, we're going to get out of here. Enjoy the game on Sunday. Enjoy the ride that you're on right now. Thanks to the Saints. Be safe. Be careful. Um, With that, we're out. Peace. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.